I'm Jordan Gonsalves, and I'm a journalist. Join me on my new podcast, But We Loved, where queer elders recount the amazing history they've lived through. In the middle of Wall Street, they stopped traffic. They were doing a die-in. And in the process, share little gems of wisdom for the next generation. The key is to understanding yourself, learning to love and embrace yourself. You can listen to But We Loved on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, 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 hello. Welcome to the Naughty But Nice Show. I'm your host, Rob Shooter, and it is Monday, which means the one and only our dear friend, Garrett Vogel, joins us. Hey, Garrett, are you there? Oh, hello. Hello, my friend. You look all fall today on the Zoom. I see your fall colours. Very cute. You know, and just wait a few more weeks, it's going to be red and blue <laughs> and green and holiday festival. Holiday. You know, that's what it is. Right Right now, I, I remind myself of like a pumpkin pie. <laughs> you do look like a pumpkin pie, a spicy pumpkin. How was your pumpkin. weekend? Um, delicious. My sisters are in town. Today is opening night of Harmony, Bruce's oh, musical. So that opens tonight. So my sisters flew in from London. We've had a lovely weekend. I should give a shout out to, to the Cafe Chelsea, which is in the Chelsea Hotel. It's a fabulous new French bistro. We went for dinner last night and Courtney, the maitre d', he's in charge of all the guest services, really hooked us up with a fabulous table. But honestly, if you want to have a fabulous dinner, Garrett, this Cafe Chelsea at the Hotel Chelsea is just yummy, yummy, yummy. It sounds like a date for you and I, my friend. There you go. We're going to jump into the show. What time is it, my friends? Tea Tea time. Okay, big story at the top of the show. So Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey were spotted kissing for the very first time. So literally now, the relationship has been sealed with a kiss. Officially. uh, I mean, they've had to yes. Many of times behind closed doors. Right, but we got to see this. Garrett, how long does it take you to kiss on a first date? Would you kiss or wait a little bit? Not first date, maybe like second or third, you know, because oh. you kind of want to feel it out. Like, hmm. I, I don't want to come across as desperate and, you know, kind of, uh, I guess, uh, slutty. Oh, I get uh, it. In, I get it. In, yeah. In I, I sort Unless, of, like, you really hit it off. Yeah, you know? I sort of do like, though, a little kiss. And you know, I don't like talking about sex at all. I never do on the show, but. 
I no. must admit, on a first date, I need to know that you're interested in me more than being just a friend, because I'm a great friend. So if me and right. you went out for, for a drink, we'd have a fabulous time, we'd laugh, and then we'd say goodnight, and I'd feel like, oh, you wasn't that into me, you didn't try to kiss me, so I so, think I would like a first kiss. You know, it's funny, because I didn't kiss my wife on our first Ooh. date, and her and her friends all jumped to the <laughs> assumption that I was gay. <laughs> No joke. <laughs> so up until the second date, you know, when it was the second time I saw her and I kissed her, she's like, oh, oh okay, great. Uh, see, had you, all my friends were convinced I was See, uh, had you kissed on the first date then? So that's right. just something to think back, back to back to Taylor, though. So she did a concert in Buenos Aires. She's in Argentina. And guess who flew in? Travis. He flew in. Travis on her plane. Oh, well, he did. That's right. She, she really brought him in, if the truth be told here. So he borrowed her plane, or she sent her plane to pick him up. He came to the show. Now, when... Ever you see a Taylor Swift show, if you're lucky enough, I, I was lucky enough. She invited me. I didn't even have to pay for my tickets. I went to see Taylor when she was in New York, and she has on the floor, I've never seen a celebrity do this, she has these little black tents around right. the around the arena, and they're the VIP tents, and in those tents are where all the celebrities are. So he was in the tent with probably the biggest celebrity at the show outside of Taylor, Taylor's dad. So when oh, you're yeah. in the tent... In the VIP tent with her dad, Scott. That's a very good sign. Then after the show, it's a long show too, three and a half hours, but every minute is just brilliant. But after the show, she goes off stage, but you can see her walk off stage and the fans video it. It's on TikTok, on social media. Guess who was waiting for her in the wings? Yes. Her her handsome, strong oh, boyfriend. Oh, and so she jumped into his arms. They hugged. And then we saw a kiss. And it might have been the loudest applause of the whole night. Taylor had worked the bottom off for three and a half hours. And it was the kiss that we love. Exactly. And, and if you were in the stadium at the time, I, I know some people here from the States that actually flew to Argentina <laughs> because it was cheaper to go to Argentina than actually what? see the show here in the States. <sighs> um, all you heard was this big eruption mm. and you didn't know until you got online and saw what you heard <sighs> and didn't see because it happened behind the stage. Yes. So only the people behind the stage in those seats got to see yes. what happened. Yeah. So all you heard was a big eruption. <gasps> and no, What's going on? What's, go- whoa, whoa, what's whoa, whoa, going on? Is she coming back out? out? Is it another song? It, it, yes, she has these seats on the side. I think they're called technically partial view seats because yes. they're so far back. They're really well, they got a full view. Behind they the full they view. were the best seats in the house. They, they yeah. got a better view than anybody. Did you read, too, that there's a new sort of drama this morning that Taylor stopped her show because fans threw something on the stage? I, I was. Uh, and, and again, the clickbait of the of the Internet was like, Taylor yelled at the audience. No, I mean, she Taylor did it in the most Taylor way. Like, yeah. uh, you know, hey, when you do that, it scares me. Right. And and as the Internet likes to call Taylor Swift is is mother, mm-hmm. you know, like every, everybody respects mother. Right. Um, and, and she did it in a way where it was like, hey, listen, uh, I, I, I get it. But it also scares me and mm. you don't want to scare me. Right. So uh, I, I get that. Um, but, you know, another thing thing too i was reading which is interesting yes there was a lot of rain on saturday night i do mm-hmm. uh, or friday night one of the two nights and uh she canceled her show and as you know taylor performs in the rain but the rain was so bad just so happened to be that her boyfriend was in for an extra night <laughs> you are. that she got a little few extra hours in with travis <laughs> you were so naughty taylor if you're listening uh, i don't agree with that i think you would perform for your fans if you could i'm, I'm for it uh, you it, know what give the girl a night you, you know yeah what? you deserve boyfriends. you do deserve a night off which 
So this brings us to our poll question of the day. Taylor and Travis were seen kissing for the very first time in public backstage at her show. Now, if they wanted to kiss really backstage, they could have. She has a dressing room. We can't see into that. This or just a step behind in the tent. Once, like all, he, all he had to do was yeah, a step They two, wanted two, us to two see this. Backwards. Yeah, she's too smart to know to know that this wouldn't explode. So our question is, is, is this a sign? Is he the one? Is he the one? Oh, fingers crossed. Okay, go vote on our our Twitter page at Naughty Nice Rob or our Facebook page Naughty Gossip and be sure to check back tomorrow to hear your results Garrett Love what are you working on more love well yeah more love and you know that uh, this is just making making Chris Jenner very angry that Taylor is taking all the spotlight <laughs> away from all, all of her daughters and their love interests uh, but but uh, over the weekend Chris Jenner you know gave her her nod she she is like the queen of the US of course mm. and uh, she she made sure that everyone knows that Kylie's boo who hosted SNL this weekend Timothy Chalamet has her stamp of approval oh. So the, I mean, she has the bless. Timothy now has the blessing from uh, that that Kylie can go forward in life, knowing that she accepts Timothy Chalamet being around the Kardashians. Uh. So uh, they all partied, obviously, after uh, Timothy hosted SNL, which he did a great job, right. by the way. I thought he was I thought he was amazing. And you know what? Looking at Timothy Chalamet, it, it, and you kind of wonder, like, who is that next? Like, who's the next George Clooney? Yeah. Who's the next Brad Pitt? Yeah. He. I, for me, he has that vibe to him, mm. you know, where I think he could do it. So we'll see. He has two two big movies coming out. Um, so, and and you know what? For for Chris Jenner to give this approval, we've only known at least that they've kind of been together, you know, since September. Yeah, they so, were like, like on about it. You know, two months, you know, esque, you know, and th- this all started because they were spotted together at Beyonce's <laughs> show, and uh, now they're sm- uh, then they're at the U.S. Open, yeah, and kissy, and kissy. now. I mean, when they're this close together traveling, you know, you got to think they're more than just friends. Oh, so, definitely. But, oh, my sources yeah. tell me these, these are definitely a couple. But I thought Chris was so Chris here. The way that she sort of endorsed him or gave him her approval was she reposted his promotional video for SNL urging her followers, Chris has millions of followers, oh, yeah. to tune in. So once again, it's all about business. Chris Jenner is just a business boss, and I say that with respect. She's not wasting her first comments on her boyfriend, on her daughter's new boyfriend, by just acknowledging, oh, they're together. No. It always with the Kardashians has a business aspect and that's There's something why, to it. Yeah, yeah, it's so clever. It's easy to get cynical about this stuff, but I tip my hat to you, Chris Jenner. You know exactly what you are doing. Okay, moving along. This story broke my heart. Michael J. Fox said that he would have forgiven his wife had she left him amid wow. his Parkinson disease struggle. So he's sharing the impacts of Parkinson's disease on his mental health. And he says positivity sometimes is really, really hard, but you have to fight yep. for it and it's hard to win it. He says the best way that he fights is that he just gives himself a break and he gives himself credit for living life on life's terms. And he said it's not all bad. But what really stuck out and what's certainly making the headlines today is he touched upon his relationship with Tracy Pollan. They've been together for a long time. She's never left his side since the diagnosis. And now he's saying, you know what? If she had, 
I would have understood it. He said that we knew the bus was coming, and we knew it was going to hit, but we didn't know how far away it was or how fast it was going. He added, quote, "At any time, she would have been forgiven to say, quote, 'I'm just gonna step away,' but she didn't do that." Oh. This one really broke my heart in all the in all the right ways. It made me right. so emotional. And someone that you love, we we have partners, we have friends. Would you be there for them? Yeah, you you think you know, and and essentially that's what the word true love is, mm. right? Like that's what that's what it's all about. It's you know, you understand what uh, he understands what he is living with and and going through and and fighting every day, and 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 it's a lot on him, but also what it is on his other family members, right. and uh, you know, for him to say that is, I, I mean. It's easy for us to go like, oh, yeah, I guess I would say that. But for him to actually say that in living with Parkinson's and, uh, you know, knowing the day to day, that that's a tremendous, tremendous step, you know, like and and I don't think his wife would ever move on or even if she did. I I don't even think she would think about it. You know what Mm. I mean? Because seeing them, I think they, they truly are, you know, in love. I saw them together a couple of months ago. He was in bad shape and she was his rock. She really was his rock and she's there. And it's really a love story of of a generation. These two have this incredible, incredible connection. And Garrett, you, you just said something so interesting. We always think about Parkinson's and Michael J. Fox, but we don't think about the way this hateful disease has affected the people around him this didn't just turn his life upside down it turned his entire family's lives upside down just a beautiful beautiful story okay we have some more news this time garrett you're doing a royal story i'll I'll sit back and listen my friend i'll sit back back. all right you've done plenty of royals uh let me let me let me handle this one uh so prince harry and elton john get a little bit of a win in a big case against uh, tabloid so on Friday, a lawsuit was brought by Prince Harry and other big British figures uh, against the publisher, The Daily Mail. We've all seen The Daily Mail online. We've we've clicked a link and read a story mm. um, before. So uh, the Duke of Sussex, along with other people like Elton John, Elizabeth Hurley, accused the paper of unlawful information gathering, mm. which I think we can all kind of assume ourselves from reading some of the stories from time to time. Uh, the the allegations include bugging their homes oh. and cars, oh, Jesus, uh, tapping phone calls, oh. illegally accessing medical information from hospitals, financial da- data from banks. Wow. Like, you want to talk about black market. Mm. This is like the, the deep, dark webs mm-hmm. of the Internet. Bribing police officers, uh, oh. and I'm sure that's just the tip of the iceberg. Uh, so the publisher, Daily Mail, tried to get the case tossed yeah. uh, back in March, but the justice rules against him. And uh, this is this is setting up for something Super interesting. So, uh, you know, the rival newspaper, uh, such as Rupert Murdoch's News UK, has spent the last 15 years dealing with hundreds of claims of illegal activity at their newspaper, often relating to phone hacking and obtaining uh, material illegally. Mm. So, uh, you know, if they were to get a win here, 
I think get will set such a high precedent going forward and kind of change the game in in the way that uh, people like the Daily Mail get their information. Oh, absolutely. This is going to shake up the industry regardless of if they win or lose. The fact that this is going to happen, we thought that this was going to be thrown out. But no, a judge in London has said this will go forward. Now, let's be honest here. It's still an uphill battle for Harry, for Elton John, for Elizabeth Hurley. To prove this is really, really hard because they need the receipts. They need to prove that their phone was tapped. Just because a newspaper, an outlet got private information about you, it didn't automatically come from some really devious behaviour. Often, and I'm in this business, and so I'm treading carefully here because I want to respect the rights of celebrities, but also to the rights of the public to know. And I think part of the reason this podcast and Naughty Gossip is so successful is we have a very high moral standard. We don't do stories. We certainly don't do stories that are obtained illegally. But Just about ourselves. But that's right. <laughs> but most stories here, Harry, if you're listening to Lebo Lebo Lo, you told a friend, they told a friend. It's not who you trust, Garrett. If you've got a secret, you would trust two or three people with it, probably including right. me. It's not who you trust, it's who I trust that matters. Because I will go and tell your secrets to ten other people. We all tell secrets. If you tell me something, I will tell somebody else. If I tell you something, you'll tell at least one other person, and then who will they? Tell. That's the ripple effect. It's like dropping a pebble into a pond and you see the ripples. Oh, it's go the game out. of telephone. Did yes. you ever play telephone yes. as a kid? And and what happens by the time it gets to the tenth person? The story has changed and flipped upside its head. So uh it's it, it it's interesting that Harry kind of like, hey, that's not the story, but it kind of has it's, a little yeah, bit of Yeah, there's some to it. To, to and it, did they know? get it from hacking my phones? Probably not. I'm not defending anybody here, but in my experience, it's always a friend of a friend of a friend of a friend. Okay, okay, we're gonna be good friends and take a quick break and we will be back in just a moment welcome back to the Naughty but nice show i'm rob shooter with our dear friend garrett vogel hey garrett hello, hello. let's get to the polls da, da, da. Bum, bum, bum. last show we talked about winona judd who comforted her fans after a performance she did sparked concern she looked really frail she was right. holding on to someone's arm she looked really really nervous she said that it was all just nerves however our question was should we be worried let's have a look Ooh, 70 percent said yes 70 percent of people who saw that video and i i think i'm included here we all think something is a little off yeah, I, I mean, she did come out and say she was just nervous being next to such a, a, a new and up-and-coming big star like uh, the guy Jelly Roll mm. that she was singing with. Uh, but yeah, just if you watch the video like we all have, uh, if you're listening, uh, yeah, you, you kind of question there's it. Something, there's something off about it. You're right, Naughties. Don't forget to vote on today's poll. Go to our Twitter page at Naughty Nice Rob or our Facebook page, Naughty Gossip. And be sure to check out tomorrow to hear your results. And now, <gasps> I love this part of the show, it's time for our nicest of the day. It feels like the nicest, but also the naughtiest <laughs> all in one. A little cheeky here, no pun intended. But uh, Sean Mendez, we haven't heard from him in a while. Uh, post post breakup with Camila Cabello the second time around, just a couple months ago, he was spotted with possible new girlfriend Charlie Travers, Ooh. who stripped down to her underwear for a flirty beach date. That, that sounds like such a movie. It sounds like a flirty beach date. Uh, so Sean and his possible new girlfriend, Charlie, they wore their underwear during what appeared to be an impromptu beach date. Mm. They were both photographed stripping down to 
their Calvins, of course. Of course. I mean, what else? What else would they be wearing? Of course. Uh, which matched uh, the uh, the TV personalities, black bra. That's top. right. And uh, they've both uh, the rumored couple, both of whom had uh, sweaters on hand, ultimately left the beach in jeans. Uh, you know, they first they first were you know together. Uh, I guess what a couple couple weeks mm-hmm. ago in West Hollywood at a restaurant. It all starts at dinner. It all right? starts That's at dinner. It, it all starts there. And you end up and then on your uh, underwear but, on a beach. <laughs> right. Uh, I mean, you got to think that's more than that. Just the second day. It's more than a second day. If you're comfortable, yeah. well, they both look magnificent. I mean, the pictures are gorgeous. Two absolutely beautiful people frolicking around in the sand in their underwear. Sign me up. It's a little cheeky. Boom I hate boom. The sand. I hate uh, the sand. It gets everywhere. You do. You know, I would actually agree with you. I'd rather be by a pool in the garden yes, than in the yes, ocean. Yeah, I agree with you. What about underwear, Garrett? Could you walk around the pool in your underwear, or do you need a speedo? Oh, see, I grew up swimming. I grew oh. up. I, I grew up as a competitive swimmer. Oh. So you know, um, I guess that's where I guess a more com- you want to be confident. Grow up walking around in a speedo. <laughs> <laughs> that's the title of your book. Okay, that's our nicest of the day. Oh, Garrett, what a lovely visual for the rest of the day. Now I notice the day. Naughty, naughty, naughty. Courtney Kardashian has a strict invite-only rule for visiting her baby's son. So Kim is oh, not... I have al- to respond to yeah. her about that. Kim- so I just got that. I got the evite. <laughs> Kim Kim has not been allowed to meet the baby yet. So Courtney doesn't want anybody to meet her baby unless she invites them. I sort of like this. We're saying it's the naughtiest of the day. But it's her baby. She's the right. new mom. She doesn't want people just turning up and meeting the baby until she's ready. At the moment, she's that. telling everybody that she's having family time. They're bonding, so they've got a blended family. They're trying to blend this family together, and the last thing they need is for Kim and her camera crews to come rocking up, and that's the real reason, if you ask me, why they don't want Kim Turn off the lights. Turn, the off the lights. Turn off We're the lights. Here. The baby can barely see. Okay, let's end with a moment of rub. You get a rub, you get a rub, you get a rub. The longer you entertain what's not for you, the longer you post Postpone what is. If you fill your life with things that don't make you happy, you don't have room for things that turn you on. Throw out all the stuff that doesn't serve you and fill that void, that huge gap, with all the stuff that you love, including people. Absolutely. Okay, that is it for today. Thank you so much for listening to the Naughty But Nice with Rob and Garrett Show, a production of iHeartRadio. Don't forget to subscribe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen. Leave us a review if you can. And remember, Garrett, all together now, if you're going to be naughty, you've got to be nice. Take care, everybody. It's Naughty But Nice with Rob. I'm Jordan Gonsalves, and I'm a journalist. Join me on my new podcast, But We Loved, where queer elders recount the amazing history they've lived through. In the middle of Wall Street, they stopped traffic. They were doing a die-in. And in the process, share little gems of wisdom for the next generation. The key is to understanding yourself, learning to love and embrace yourself. You can listen to But We Loved on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.